182 of the Hob Nation USA podcast, and we're back on Zoom. And I'm joined by my co-host Adam. Of course, as always, I got nothing else going on. Right, you know, cases are up. Got to stay inside more. That's right. We're trying to be smart. <laughs> yeah, but if we're on Zoom, that means we also have a guest this week, and this week's guest is Tyler. Tyler, he is the manager at the Creekside Beer Distributor in swickly in quotes not that that matters to our you know far reaching audience but <laughs> there's a lot of we'll get into why swickly is in quotes in a little bit later but yes uh, welcome to the show tyler thanks so much for having me guys thanks for coming on absolutely long time listener first time guest <laughs> you keep first, going on long enough you'll just become just a, a host first time zoom <laughs> caller <laughs> Yes, yes, Tyler is a bit younger than us. We can actually, you know, bequeath the show to him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it over. I'll put you in the will. <laughs> so, yes, Tyler is going to talk to us a little bit about Creekside and just, you know, about himself. And we'll talk about holiday beers at the end of the show. But for now, we're going to talk about the beers we're drinking tonight. And I'm going to go first because okay. I... Well, it's my birthday today, and I'm going to drink what I want. <laughs> I had no idea. So I've got two ideas of which beer you're going to come out with first. You might be wrong on both counts, but... I am not wrong. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've been simping for Castile Rouge for the past week or so, because I found, I found a can at JR's, and... Then I went and picked up another four-pack at another distributor that I won't name on this show because it would be rude to Tyler. But I uh, am drinking Castile Rouge out the can. 8% Belgian import. And boy, oh boy, is it just one of the most delicious Belgian imports you can get. I was going to say that I believe this is one of the rare beers that has been on the show more than once. Incorrect. Really? No, it's never been on the show. You're right because I was thinking of the uh, the Omegong. Yep. Yep. Yes, this is this is a beer that I talk about all the time, but I've never brought on the show. Yes, <laughs> I, yeah. I had the two confused. You are correct. Yeah, we we've uh, talked about we've had the Omegong Rosetta in the past, which yes. is an American comparable version to this. But yeah, the Castile Rouge is the OG. And, that's your uh, that's your first love. Yeah, it's my first love. It is a cherry import. I don't know that you would call it a Creek though. Okay. I don't. I just don't know that you would. I would just call it good. I do call it good. <laughs> <laughs> so I noticed that it's in a can. Yep, that's new. I didn't know that it came in a can. Yeah, that's pretty new. Uh, not only does it come in a can, it comes in a four-pack, and that four-pack is in an insulated cooler. Oh, lovely. Yeah, but it's still only like 20 bucks, so you get a free cooler for you know like 20 bucks. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think we actually do still have some of the Castile Rouge at Creekside. So mm-hmm. uh, 
time, next time you're running low, let me know. I think we, I think we still have some on the shelves. Uh, yeah, I, I would have picked it up from you, Tyler, uh, had it just not been out of the way because I picked this up on the day I went shopping at Abjuration and uh, Couch, and it just wasn't on my path of travel. Yeah, that would have been a, like. <laughs> I mean, all it takes is a quick text message, Steve, because I mean, Creekside's where I go. Oh well, I didn't know when you were going next. I went out for Black Friday, and I had it, to go get my yum yums. <laughs> it gives me an excuse to leave the house. <laughs> so yeah, but that's what I'm drinking. Adam, right. what are you up to? Oh, I'm up to my ass in alligators. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to. Is that a hoof hearted? No, no, I'm going to have to fight him in the squared circle. And I'm going to have to uh, bring out the macho man, Ah, my couch. ah. Yes, Uh, this unfortunately is, I I won't say a clean out week, but this is a, I'll say a revisit week to some of the, uh, some of the four packs that are still in my beer fridge. Uh, But this is, of course, from, uh, from couch brewing. It is a hibiscus uh, raspberry lime wheat beer. It's very, very interesting. Hmm. Uh, I was able to pour a little bit out. It uh, kind of looks like your Castile a little bit. Yeah, a little bit lighter than mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I did get this at Creekside. So oh, nice. <laughs> so I know I know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not bad. It's it's different. It's definitely a different tasting beer. Uh, some would say you kind of have to get used to it a little bit. Uh, but I'm getting used to it. That's for sure. Yeah, I I had it before actually, and it's an acquired taste because there's a lot of heavy hibiscus on it. Yes, like we had uh, we had the tea ale from Bashline Brews that was also mm-hmm. made with tea, hibiscus, and there was a good amount of tea flavor on that one. I would say the hibiscus is even more so in this couch. Yes, so yes. if you, if you're not that used to it. It's uh, yeah, it could be a little rough, but you kind of have to know what you're getting into before you start drinking it. Yeah, still, it's uh, I think it's pretty refreshing. So it is. This is definitely more, uh, I'll say, a summer beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, now it gets dark at five o'clock. So to hell with it. I'm gonna drink this because <laughs> nothing matters anymore. Nobody can see what you're drinking. <laughs> no, well, unless they watch this on Monday on YouTube, as they should. Ah, there you go. Promote plug, YouTube. Plug. <laughs> Tyler. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, good. Yeah, what were you going to say? All the uh, the wrestling beers, like they just put out Four of Horsemen as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a, yeah, I was, I was a huge wrestling fan as a kid. I still watch intermittently, but like like late 90s, early 2000s, I was, I was huge into it. So, uh, yeah, I think that's really cool. Well, if, if you and Steve want to talk wrestling, I will step aside and we can just make this a <laughs> wrestling podcast for the rest of the show. I'm good with that. Honestly, I haven't been watching much myself. It's just, I don't know, it kind of went off the rails, although I do know that Sting came back. I heard that. Yeah, yeah I saw that too. Yeah, it, Sting came back coming... to AEW. <laughs> yeah. That, that WWE run was nothing to write home about. So. <laughs> but if we stick to the Attitude Era, I yes. think we'll be all right. Yes, yeah. Adam can talk Attitude Era all day. He's fine there. <laughs> I'm a kid of the Ruthless Aggression Era myself. I'm 24. Right. Again, you're younger than us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> these young bucks coming on the show nowadays no no the young bucks aren't on the show that's AEW ah. again <laughs> that's a whole uh, other promotion yeah whole other thing all right tyler what are you drinking 
So uh, I'm coming out with some heat right out of the gate here. So I guess by the time this episode airs, it'll be released. But I'm currently drinking uh, 4th Street plus Simcoe, the new release from Four Points. It'll be ah. out Monday morning. Uh, so to pull back the curtain a little bit, uh, Four Points releases all their beers. They do Four Points Friday every week. But they actually deliver them Thursday, usually Thursday evening, like 7, 8 o'clock. Um, but they were a little ahead of schedule, so I got it like – three o'clock this afternoon. So I was able to, before I left at seven, grab a, grab a four pack of each of the two new ones. So um, just cracked it up, but it's really, really good. Uh, I've loved all the fourth street pluses so far. Um, I think my favorite is the one just, just straight up fourth street plus the gold can that was just an extra dry hop of um, citra and mosaic. Uh, but the Simcoe is right up there for me. Uh, a lot of peach, a lot of grapefruit. Um, a little dank, not super dank. I've had some, like some of the other ones have been a little dank. Galaxy was pretty dank. Um, but yeah, this is a really, really good beer. Uh, you definitely, if it's still out on Monday when the, when the podcast comes out, you guys should definitely come buy some. But I was thinking to this and it'll, uh, it'll be gone before then. Well, if you're listening on a Friday, as you should, because audio comes out Friday, it's the video that comes out Monday. <laughs> so most it'll people don't. Yeah, most people will hear about it Friday and then we'll come fight for it as they can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so oh, let me get this straight. I think I heard you mention this last time I was there, but it, your four points delivery, it comes directly from the owner, Dave. He just drops it off. Um, so they have in the past, I think, three months, they hired another guy that helps Dave with deliveries. Dave still does a lot of the deliveries himself. It's either him or his second in command now, Ryan, is the other delivery guy. Okay. So, yeah, but yeah, it's a lot of times it is Dave himself that comes out and drops off the cases. BS. He actually it was him today. We hung out and BS for like twenty minutes. He bought a four pack, uh, take home with him. Uh, and yeah, so it's yeah, it really is. It's uh, it's the man in charge. He's bringing the beer himself. It's something <laughs> cool. I, and I must say, uh, me being somebody who lives on this side of the Squirrel Hill tunnels. I am super glad that you guys are able to get four points over on this side of the city. Absolutely. I'm, I'm glad too, because I'm not driving to Charlotte right once a week. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, Charlotte or where four points is located is probably about an hour and 15 minutes outside of where Adam lives. So like the, the fact that Dave comes all that way to drop this beer off, just to you guys, because there's still a lot of distros in the area that do not get four points. So yeah, it, you guys are lucky that way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We're uh, I guess we've been we've been we've been with the with four points for a long time. They were one of the first local breweries we brought in like over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I, I think Dave. I think he lives like closer to us, not super close to us, but I think he's up like like North Hills area maybe. Right. I know his, his girlfriend has a, a, goes a business in Swinkley, so he's relatively close, I guess. So he has um, reason to be near you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so driving to Charleroi, from, to and from Charleroi every day is, is a bit of a hike. So definitely thankful that he does it because the, the beer flies, man. It's, they, they, they put out killer beer every week, and, and the customers know that, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we – in a past episode, we were talking to Cans PGH, uh, Bill, and he mentioned how Adam lives out near uh, Adam the Brewer at Four Points, lives near Cans PGH, and they're both up in the north side of the city. 
So Adam also drives a shitload away <laughs> to go to Four Points as well. So it's just funny how like they're making these huge commutes, and it's like just move your fucking brewery closer. <laughs> I, I'm gonna stop you right there, Steve. Open uh, a second brewery. Do that too. <laughs> open a second. There's no reason to deny Charleroi their brewery. Fair enough. But Don't we can, take we it can away open from a them. second one. Yes, we okay. can add on. Don't take that away from them. But that's right. They okay. didn't. They didn't do anything to deserve that. <laughs> Fair enough. So let's talk a little bit about Creekside. And it's been kind of, uh, I would say this year has surprisingly been very good to you guys, despite what's going on. Because I, I would say early in the year, you guys really started grabbing a lot of attention on social media as like the new place to come get local beer from. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I, I, I wish we were doing a little less good and what the brewers were doing a little bit, you know, they could do a little bit better just because the pandemic has really been tough on a lot of them. Uh, so I definitely pass a little bit of how hype it's been for us onto them if I could. Uh, but a lot of the brewers have pivoted really well to canning everything and sending it out to places. People aren't, tra- you know, traveling around, going places, um, you know, with all this going on. Um, but yeah, it's been... About a year and a half, I think, I've been at Creekside. Um, I started, yes, yeah, July or August of 2019. Um, and we've been doing the local thing pretty much since I got there, but it's really just exploded um, the past nine months with COVID as all of m- more breweries have pivoted to putting things in cans and sending them out. Um, it's definitely become, you know, it's, it's gotten, gotten crazier and crazier every week, it seems like, at the store. Um, it's just like it's just, it's just easier to you know one stop shop pick up all your four packs from everywhere at one place. Uh, was that something that that you guys were looking to to push even before the pandemic happened? Was that sort of a uh, I'll say a, a conscious effort to do that, or is that something that kind of fell into your lap? Or how did you go from you know being and I don't mean this you know insultingly, but you know another distributor to you know the place to go. Um, so yeah, like I said, I've been, I've been doing the local thing pretty much since I got there. I know that was, it was sort of like a collaborative idea between me and the two owners, Tim and Mike, um, to put a focus on like local Pittsburgh breweries. Um, obviously being far enough North of the city, there's a demand for it because a lot of people, no one wants to take, you know, go over a bridge or through a tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Guilty. Um, Guilty. Exactly. Um, so if you, if you live up north, you know, there's, there's a couple awesome breweries. Obviously, there's Shoe Brew. At the time when I started, we didn't have Union Brothers, but they're up there now, Stick City. But there's not a lot. Like, there's a ton down here in the city. Um, but people, you know, weren't as willing to go the whole way down there to get them. So I think we filled, a, you know, a, a void that was there uh, to get, you know, these breweries that are down here up closer to those people. Uh, so it started slow. Um, I think I was going to tag you guys on all of our stuff on social media. So you, you saw back in September, uh, the one year anniversary of our drink PGH local section. Uh, I took a picture of what it looked like you know, on the one, one year to the day of me starting it. Uh, and I did, I did a, a picture of the of a year ago. Uh, and it was one shelf with like six, four packs on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bring in at that point. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy, but it's just exploded, man. I mean, there's, there was definitely, there was definitely a desire for a local beer up in that area. And I think again, with us being far enough away, that's why it's so popular. 
Yeah. I think there's, I mean, obviously there's a desire for local beer anywhere you go. It's just, you guys seem to have cultivated the best selection and you also do the best work at promoting. Yes. So, you know, Adam was being a little uh, nicer, but I'll straight up say, we didn't know who the fuck you guys were. (laughs) (laughs) Because I, you know, I say it all the time on the show. Like I, I basically shop in cycles of, I go to like house of brews. I go to JR's, I go to vintage estates and I, those are the places I go. Two of those get local for Pittsburgh, which is JR's and house of brews, but they don't do, um, I, I say JR's does pretty good promotion, but it's just, they, they're in Beaver County. Most of the people out there don't give a fuck. Like you can still find fresh fest collabs there but you can't find them anywhere else you go to house of brews and they do have local but they they aren't great with social media (laughs) but you guys came on the scene you have this local shelf and you're knowledgeable of the beer as well and you promote it every you know like you said on social media was it you that was the driving force behind the social media push um I don't want to say it was all me. I am the one that runs all of our social media pages, our Twitter, our Facebook, our Instagram, and our own tap page. Um, so that is me that you're, you're talking to. Uh, the, guy, the guys from Field by Hawks, they made fun of me because I always talk in the third person. Like when I'm talking about when, when oh, Tyler did this. Because I think it'd be weird. I was like, oh, yeah. I was doing this. You know? um, but yeah, so that, that is me. But it was, it's a collaborative effort. Like it's all, we all sort of contribute, you know, my bosses say, hey, you should, you know, talk about this today or – uh, could you mention this when you have a second? Um, so it's not just me, but that is me on my on my phone. I'm the one that's running all that. Um, I, guess, I guess it's just me as the you know the 24 year old millennial that's always on their phone <laughs> you know, for me to. I'm always you know I'm on my personal Twitter and Instagram. I might as well just do the, the store one too. Um, but yeah, thank you, thank you for saying. I do appreciate you saying that. I do a good job on that. Uh, I mean, obviously you do because like we know about it and now we shop with you guys. So it's like, it worked. I think, (laughs) I think that's something, if there's any other people in the distributor game who are listening, like take notice. Cause like, I'll tell you one, and Adam will agree with me on this. The moon one, boy, that place is a fucking shithole. I, I won't use those words, but I, I agree have, with the spirit. I have no problem calling that place out because they should be better. <laughs> they should be better. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's a complete difference in the way businesses are run. And you have to adopt social media in 2020. You just have to. Absolutely. So, like, yeah, the fact that you guys have adopted it so well and that your owners, like, it didn't, it wasn't you that came in and said we had to do this. Your owners recognized it, and but they let you run with the ball, and that's right. a great thing. Absolutely. So actually, when I started there, we had a Facebook, and we did. I say we kind of had a Twitter um, because our Facebook we ran. We my, my boss actually still ran for the first couple of months that I worked there because uh, it's a de- definitely a different demographic. He's fine on, on Facebook versus Twitter and Instagram. Um, but if we had like two hundred followers on Facebook, and our our Twitter had like nine followers when i got there and they were like we want you to take this like, be better with it like i'm not gonna my boss was like i'm not gonna tweet like, i don't really know what that means so can you please handle this uh and yeah so i mean it was it was really slow at first like you know obviously we, we'd have we had nine followers when i started so i just that's how i found you guys actually we were, we were really really small and uh, i just was like searching like keywords like beer pittsburgh and like things like that 
and I found like Hot Nation, I found First Hit Brew Box, I found Cans PGH, and just every post I put out there, I just tagged all of you guys in every single one. <laughs> so I'm sorry for blowing up your phones, but um, it's, I guess it worked. So. It did. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's what businesses have to do. Like get, get a hold of people who are in your audience. And, you know, we try to do the same thing. Obviously we try to get a people, a hold of people in our audience to listen to our dumbass show. Um, but uh, <laughs> the, the other thing I like that you do on your website, which again, differentiates Creekside from other distributors is you have a blog on there. So let me ask you, Tyler, was the blog your idea? Cause I know you write it. <laughs> So the blog was actually not my idea at all. Okay. Um, just, I guess, I don't know, being more of a self-conscious person, I don't think anyone really cares what I have to say, um, but I've been told that's not true. It is so. not true. <laughs> yeah, it's um, not true. You, <laughs> I we, we, would not, we would not have almost 200 episodes of this dumb show if it weren't for <laughs> somebody caring. <laughs> um, so no, that was, that was my boss's idea. And I mean, I, I like writing it. it. It comes pretty easily to me. I just... I usually I get nice and loaded while I'm writing it because I'm drinking the beers I'm, I'm reviewing while I'm writing it. So uh, there's times that like my boss is like, hey, they're like, by like the end of it, there are like some spelling errors. And I was like, yeah, I drank two barrel-aged stouts. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, but no, it's it. So it was not my idea, but I think it, it's a really, it's a cool tool to like, you know, highlight different things sort of, you know, and I, I obviously I cross promote them on social media. So people have been on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, whatever can see them. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a fun, fun thing I do like once, once a week, once every two weeks or so. Um, yeah, they, it, I appreciate that you guys are reading this. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I checked it out. I, I like your little uh, sign off that changes every time. It's like... That's actually not me. I thought that's not to, oh. not to do My boss writes that when he like edits them. That's fine. That's fine. I, you know, I was just curious about the blog because I do like the little sign off that changes every time. But yeah, it's, it's again, another tool to not just you know, promote the beer, but it's a way to promote the beer in a fun way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that again, just whoever's idea it is within your business. I, uh, congrats to them. Congrats yes. to you for getting to drink beer for work. Yeah. Right? We'll be <laughs> yeah. We do this shit for free. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you scored a good one there. Um, so speaking of beers and, and work, uh, going back to the, the local section a little bit, are there any beers that you want to, to get in on your shelves that you're looking to, to add to your repertoire? Yeah. Any, any local breweries, things like that? So there's always, we can always be better. We can always have more. Uh, for the last year and a half until like three weeks ago, my answer was pretty easy. It was Dancing Gnome. We really wanted to get it on the in the coolers and I finally finally broke Andrew and Mike down a few weeks ago and now we sell their beer. We sell the hell out of their beer. <laughs> <laughs> really psyched about that. Um but no, there's I mean there's always always new ones I would love love to get in. Uh talk to the guys at Abjuration, Dave and Tom a little bit. Um they're just they're they're obviously selling out of their cans there, so they don't have right. anything to get into a place like us. Um yeah. but they get like, crushed to begin with. It's hard yes. to get beers out of there. <laughs> I mean, I love there. I love going there and hanging out. I mm -hmm. love everything they make. So, I mean, if we could ever get them in, that'd be that'd be huge for me. I think Stick City would be really cool to get in. Uh, again, it's just a matter of just not that they don't want to give us their beer; they just don't have the beer to give us because it's selling out. Have and actually, since we started doing, I mean, we have a lot. I mean, a lot of the locals that can uh, we we carry. So I started to set my sights to like some other like different things like um 
I went to Hightower for the first time a couple weeks ago. Oh, uh, okay. Love to get there, beer. I know going across state lines gets a little hairy with the PLCB and whatnot. There's a lot of hoops to jump through legally, but if they could make that happen, I would definitely love to to get Greg's beer in, in the store. Just need to start doing a little bootlegging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just won't tell anyone. You know? <laughs> How about I start a distributor <laughs> and then I go bootlegging and then you guys just buy it from me. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> Are we getting into gray market beers all of a sudden? Yes. Because <laughs> going down I, a path that I don't think that we should be going down right now. You're not in this business then. You're out. <laughs> but I go and then I buy Hightower for myself. <laughs> Well, somebody's got to drive the Trans Am. Yeah, and then I just happened to sell it to <laughs> second hand market. Out of the truck at Creekside. You know? Yeah, second hand market to Creekside. <laughs> uh, that, I think that works, that works for everyone. You know, everybody yeah. So uh, there's one thing I wanted to ask you about uh, it, the alcoholic slushies. This is a new thing that's popping up in a lot of distributors around. PA basically uh, I, I saw them first at JR's but uh, and now I've also seen them at get-go <laughs> they're selling an adult apple pie slushy at get-go in uh, collaboration I guess with Big Bob and Mikey yeah I don't know who that is 96.1 oh terrestrial. You know, yeah kiss FM you don't know Big Bob and Mikey sorry wow <laughs> okay radio guy I, I'll admit, once I got XM radio in my car, I, I can't go back. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 24 again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the alcoholic slushies are popping up everywhere. But there's a place in the east side of PA called Shangies, and they have 20 plus flavors of alcoholic slushy. Now, I know you guys don't have that capacity to put a fucking wall up like they have. But what they do do haha, is make beer slushies. So it's not just the steel reserve. It's not just, uh, yeah, like the, what is it? The tropical mixed, the, the MXDs. Yeah. It's not just those. So is there any flavors of slushies that we can maybe expect? Um, Actually, yeah. The past uh, couple couple weeks probably we've been experimenting with doing some other more unique things i mean i think i know that at least for us like the higher the alcohol the better they sell usually <laughs> uh so we always have either a four loco or a juice one because they're 14 percent people come in the, most people's first question when they come in and look at the slushes like which one has the most alcohol like they don't even care what it tastes like they just want to <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so there's always going to be one of those the mxd one actually tastes pretty good so you can try to keep one of those in there or something but the fourth one we've been doing, um, we've done started doing like the wine slushies. Uh, not wine, but uh, PA is some of the, the wholesalers in PA have figured out the loophole to have fermented fruit juice, which is literally just wine, but a different name. Uh, <laughs> sounds like prison wine. Great working. Fermented yeah. <laughs> fruit juice. Uh, but so we put those in the slush. There's there's a, a rose one. There's a cab sauv one. Um, so we've tried some things like that. We have like those like weird like malt based like kind of wine like sparkling things like a Moscato one we have in there right now. Um, so we're trying different things like that. Last week we did one uh, one of our our brewery reps. 
Uh, I was trying to push Angry Balls as a collaboration between Angry Orchard and Fireball. Yeah. There's now a fireball that we can sell at the beer store. Um, so we don't have to mix things in the slushy machine. It has to be one thing. Otherwise, it's against the law, I guess. The yeah. yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> um, so we, uh, we put Angry Orchard in like, the, the slushy machine, and then we sold people like a shot of like the fireball. And they're like, mix it yourself. You can take it home and make, make your own mixer. Uh, and actually, it was actually really tasty. Um, oh, right on. Yeah, when you put the Don't say right on to that. He's 24. Of course he said that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I can't just drink, you know, delicious <laughs> from down the street. I got to also get loaded on, you know, alcoholic slushies. I know, but don't drink. <laughs> I'm just saying don't drink Fireball, please. <laughs> well, it's not real Fireball. It's malt-based Fireball. We're not okay. with you either. There's all, all these loopholes. Um, but yeah, so yeah, now the answer to answer your question, yes, we are trying to do more like fun, different things. Uh, we haven't, I haven't done a beer one yet. That's that what I'm like, pushing oh, for. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I saw the note in the outline. You you asked, hey, can we do just Castillo Rouge yes, one? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you would come buy them, all right? Yes, <laughs> I will buy a growler of it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's a, that's a day. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just, you know, cause there, I've noticed, you know, Shangy's does you go, they go a little more ex- experimental. They do incorporate the, uh, the beers. They, and I think the Belgians, you know, not just Castile Rouge, but you know, uh, I think you could get away with a really nice one from Delirium Tremens or Delirium Noel. You know, you can, they're expensive, but you know, eh, it's a new Sounds way like to push it. <laughs> you're, you're really workshopping a pilot house here, Steve. Yes, I am. A, a pilot system, you know, got to have one, one machine dedicated to something new and exciting. Exactly. I don't have, I don't have the capital to start my own slushy house. <laughs> this isn't New Orleans. I can't just go around doing that kind of shit. <laughs> but if I can push one person to, cause I've actually never bought an alcoholic slushy from around here, but if I can push a tap into my tastes that aren't <laughs> <laughs> then you know hey i'm gonna try <laughs> Steve, next time you come into the store man i'm gonna give you an alcoholic slushy for free i think you need to try one i think i think you'll be a convert i think they're not as bad as you think they are <laughs> it's not that i don't think they're bad look i have a real trash gene in my that i will just drink straight steel reserve and four loco if i'm having a bad day or whatever i don't care about that like i have a history with boone's farm and mad dog it's okay (laughs) it's all good but i'm just saying i if i can get a classier slushy i would rather buy that (laughs) (laughs) just trying to get a classier slushy (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's come back to the beers that we're drinking this episode on this first segment and of course we already mentioned i'm drinking the castile rouge it's a really good photo. <laughs> is that your photo? Yeah, of course. It has a first sip brew box glass in there. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Of course. I, this is really good professional photography. I stepped it up for this episode. I see that. Nicely I, done. I built myself a little, not light box, but more of a studio. So. I see that. So you have a consistent background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like not a shitty background. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, I get that. 
Yeah, yeah. I say you really don't have to review it. We already know you like it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I love it. It's the better version of Omegong Rosetta. It's the better version of Delirium Red. It's it is the king of cherry flavored Belgian ales. Eight percent. Drink it up. <laughs> but not all of them, because Steve's gonna want some more. Yeah. Adam, much of it. The, the Macho Man, uh, I, I'm starting to dig it a little bit more and more as I drink Ooh, it. Yeah. There it is. Thank you very much. But uh, it, this is definitely a beer that you kind of have to know what you're getting into, like uh-huh. I said earlier. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like it. Uh, couch, once again, I, don't, I haven't had a bad beer from him yet. So the streak continues. Yeah. You've only had, I think you've only had like four or five, but yeah, no, there you go. It's still a streak. <laughs> yeah, still a streak. Streak's a streak. <laughs> now, are you willing to call this one the cream of the crop, though? No. Ah. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Their, their, their stouts obviously are the cream of the crop. That's true. Very true. Tyler? Um, I am, once again, I am best busting out a beer that is not yet available until tomorrow, until Friday, December 4th. You can yeah. get... Four points, Fourth Street plus Simcoe at Creekside Beer. Uh, but for tonight, the only person drinking it is me. <laughs> Actually, I have to look. I'm the only check-in on Untapped of this one. So King nice. of the Mountain. Nice. <laughs> See, you've been cooped up inside for too long, haven't you? <laughs> nah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's just, true. You've done it outside too. Yeah, I'm just as weird around people as not. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing matters anymore. Yeah. 2020 is all about treats the rest this of the is, way. This is it. This is everybody else coming down to my level of being <laughs> cooped up and weird. So, uh, yeah. all right. Well, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back segment two. We'll have more beers and then we'll actually get to know Tyler a little bit better. We won't just be promoting a distributor in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even pay us. I just, I just like talking about the business. I really right. do because I was really impressed by the social media swing that they took. So yeah, yeah, they hooked us. Yeah, hooked so. us. Has got us buying there. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll be back in just a minute. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Com. Welcome back to episode 182 of the Hob Nation USA podcast. And we're still here with Tyler from Creekside Beers out in Swickley, PA. And I know before we said we were going to talk about how that's in quotes, Swickley, because that place is in the woods, but it's also <laughs> worth it. <laughs> that's not what yeah. people think of is when they think of Swickley. I think of like, you know, the... Uh, the mermaid sushi. That's that's Swickley to me. <laughs> Mario's house. Mario's house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the, no, it's uh, yeah, it's sort of in a little pocket. It's a Swickley address, but it's right between Swickley and Wexford in a little pocket of Economy Borough. Um, so yeah, we get. I mean, the Economy Borough crowd. If you're drinking a lot of the the you know the Coors Light and the Miller Light, uh, but yeah, and you get to the people from Swickley and Wexford that you know converge on this little this little you know dip. And we, we saw those guys a lot of the craft beer. 
I tell you what, if you're somebody who like does a lot of grocery shopping and stuff in Cranberry, it's really, really easy to just jump down to you guys. Yeah. And, you know, pick up beer that it's a lot easier to come pick up beer, especially four points and yellow bridge <laughs> than it would yes. be any other way. So yeah. <laughs> they make a three hour road trip. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's nice for those people for sure. Uh, with that in mind though, we are still drinking new beers. We've got, each got something new, I believe. So Tyler, why don't you start us off? What do you have new for this segment? Sure. So right now I'm drinking 11th Hours Hour 10, the latest in the hour series. Um, just a few days early, Hour 11 actually comes out, I think, tomorrow at the brewery. We'll have it at Creekside on Saturday. Um, hour 10 adds El Dorado is the new hop in it. Um, really good. It's it's starting to get really interesting. Like with, I mean, there's 10 different hops in it now. They started with one, Hour 1 was all Citra. They just keep adding more and more. Um, you can definitely still tell like the new hop that's coming into it because there's definitely new distinct flavors every single month. Uh, but it's starting to get a lot more like I don't want to say complex, but like more like more different and like more balanced out. Like it's not jumping out as much anymore, which is why I'm sort of relieved that it's doing that because hour eleven is Sabro, which is the hop I think I hate the most in the whole world. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna buy some. I'm definitely gonna drink some because I love the hour series. I've loved them all so far, but I'm hoping that it's really mellowed out and there's not that, not that real bitter coconutty flavor to it just because there's uh you know 10 other hops keeping it so i, I think i love hour 10 though fair enough fair enough i mean I, I i haven't had a like a purely sobro beer at this point so i don't i don't have that same hate that a lot of people seem to have for sobro I kind of wish, I don't know, but I, I also like coconut. I do too, which is the weird, mm. thing. It's, just, it's so funky tasting, you know, it's just weird. Mm. It's yeah. For me, it's fuggle or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Adam's not the person to ask about hot profiles. <laughs> <laughs> but Adam is the person to ask about what he's drinking this segment. What are you drinking? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think this actually has fuggle in it, but I don't care because it's still delicious. This is the Continental Breakfast by Grist House. Uh, this is their coffee milk porter. This was a can that was, I, I'll say I was saving for a special occasion, and this seems special enough. Uh, I get to drink beer and talk to people, which is a nice change of pace. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Uh, this is a really good beer. Unfortunately, I don't think you can get it anymore. I think Grist House has sold out of it. Uh, so really this is just me enjoying it and you just have to hope that it comes out again. Cause it's really good. It's got a really good coffee flavor to it. Uh, seven and a half percent ABV. So, you know, you don't want to drink eight of them in a night unless you don't want to see tomorrow. But, uh, yeah. Once again, Chris house makes a good one. News at 11. <laughs> Breaking news. Right. Breaking news. So I have moved on to a brewery we were actually talking about just a little bit in, the last, please. in the last segment. And I have picked up, I don't know, it would seem out of character for me, but not really. I'm drinking the CDS V1.4 from Abjuration. And ah. C CDS is Candied Sour. Part of their sour series, they're doing Candied Sours, and every version puts a different candy in there. So like version 1.2 was Swedish Fish. Version 1.4 is Skittles. I love it. No, not Skittles. 
rainbow sugar treats. Yeah, rainbow sugared <laughs> fruit candies. So how are they? What's the what's the story on it? Yeah, I love it. It uh, it it tastes like eating a handful of Skittles, but it has a little bit of funk to it and just a little bit of sourness to it. So it's not anything that is bad for me. It's not over the top. It's not too tart. It's not too puckery. Adam, you'd probably really love this beer. I say we're we're gonna have to talk after the show if you have any left. Nope. Damn it. So here's never the mind thing. then. Yeah, here's the thing. This was part of their Black Friday slash anniversary sale. Mm, since okay. like, yeah, I mean, not even sale because it wasn't on sale, but it was part of the beers they released for their anniversary. And uh, I bought like a four pack of one of each beer they released. Mm-hmm. And two hours in, both of the sour series that they put out were gone. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, you could probably still get some of the Tippa, I think, maybe, there, Adam. <laughs> I'm sure I could. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely still your territory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you wanted this, you had to, if you want their sours, you got to jump on them quick because, one, I don't think they put a lot of them out. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't make a lot of stock. Because right. I think there was like 100 cans of these and 300 cans of Tippa. So, yeah, I got probably the first can of this. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just gone in two hours. Like every sour from them sells out quick as well. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're fighting both low stock and high demand. So, Tyler, good luck getting them at Creekside. Yeah, I don't see it happening anytime soon. <laughs> I'll just I'll stick to buying their beer in McKee's Rocks. I'm okay. Yep. Yeah. I live in Southside. It's not too too far away for me to go get some beer at, at Abjuration because everything yeah. they put out. I feel I feel like you can maybe at one point like get their multi amber, <laughs> like you know it's a good beer and then you can make a whole lot of it at once. You might yeah. be able to get some multi amber at some point, but like these sours are just like they're out. They're in and out. Yeah, the high, I, beers, the high beers are not coming, coming mm-hmm. anywhere besides the yeah. brewery for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got to expand to do that. But, uh, yeah, this one's uh, really, really good. Um, I don't know, Adam. Start hitting, the, start hitting the Facebook groups. See if anybody was willing to. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to do some, uh, some trading. Or just wait to see what, <sighs> uh, see what V15 brings. That's true, too. I could wait it out, but I'm an American. I want everything now. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, interesting beer 5.6 on the abv and uh yeah i like nice. it like it a lot so let's move on let's learn a little bit more about tyler himself and let's just start at the beginning what brought you into the beer world why even take a job at creekside to begin with well actually this is uh Funny enough, this is my first job out of college, so <laughs> I've been working. Oh, right on. Yeah, the weekend I graduated college, I moved out here on a Saturday to Pittsburgh, and Monday I just had my first day at Creekside, so I've been here since since the beginning, actually. But um, yeah, so I guess from a drinking perspective, I've been enjoying, uh, you know, I'm enjoying beers since probably high school ish, you know. You know, the Miller Lights of the world. What? The we have never heard of such a thing. <laughs> Before you were 21? Statue limitations is right out on oh. <laughs> Shocked <laughs> and appalled, and we do not uh, approve a, of that behavior. This is a family show. Wow. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, but I was like, a, I was like a Keystone Light, like Miller Light guy. Even through even through college, I really didn't do a lot with the craft. Probably the first time I bought a craft beer, actually, I was the weekend after I turned twenty one. I went to the bottle shop, and I was like, oh, I've had like Fat Tire and like Boston Lager before, so I bought the Voodoo uh, uh, Ranger Atomic Pumpkin because my birthday first, and the pumpkin beers were out. And I went home and I drank one, and I was like, "Why is my mouth on fire?" And then I read the label. <laughs> oh, there's habanero. <laughs> so that was my introduction to craft beer. Um, but yeah, I, I work, I've worked at a, at a distributor. I worked at a distributor in my hometown, uh, all through college. Um, it just started as a fun job. I was like, oh, I, "I like drinking beer. Sure, I can talk about it for a couple hours a week." Um, but I found out I really, really enjoy it. I mean, I think, I mean, beer is a really cool industry. I think it's really. Um, something just about everyone in the world drinks uh it's you know there's no you're never gonna run out of things to talk about about beer i don't think or at least i haven't I haven't run out yet um i just i've, I've always really enjoyed it and then this the opportunity at creekside came up and uh there's my my in my taste for for, for beer has definitely expanded a lot since i started working here because there's so many so many options you know, <laughs> both locally and just around the country there's so many good beers and, i mean it's I, I always say there's never been a better time to be in Pittsburgh as a beer fan than right now because there's so much. Um, but yeah, so I've been I've been doing this. I, I worked, I guess, at a, at a distributor for about five years now. I've been at Creekside for a year and a half. Get nice. you, get you. Oh, uh, where'd you go to college at? Just in case there's like something local that we could have suggested. Uh, I went to Penn towards. State. Ah, main, main campus. I did. Yeah, I went to I went to state. Uh, Hell yeah, you're in good company. Even though Adam is like a dirty satellite school, but yeah, I'm, I'm a mud blood. What can I say? <laughs> See, now when I, when I was going to Penn State, I I actually wasn't Miller and Coors, but I was Lion's Head because <laughs> Lion's Head was like very new to that market at the time, but it was also super cheap, and like that was my that was my light beer to go to. <laughs> I love Lion's Head as well. The, the, the riddles on the bottle caps are the best part, you know. Yeah, they get harder the more you drink. I don't understand why Tyler likes fireball so much, though. <laughs> it's all coming together. State, you just, like, get bad habits. You fucking yep. <laughs> go down to the saloon for $5 monkey boy and fucked up on whatever that garbage is. <laughs> I remember when I used to be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not die. <laughs> Not die, right. <laughs> so, uh, oh, hold on, hold on. I got, oh, I, I got oh, another oh. Penn State-related question. He's though. reminiscing. I'll step back. Yeah, I'm, rem- I'm reminiscing. Hold on. I'm in the pocket. <laughs> Is, uh, is Zeno's still out there? Yeah, Zeno's is the coolest bar in State College, man. Yeah, absolutely it is. Well, Did you do the passport while you were out there? I didn't, actually. I didn't know about it for the longest time. It's like my senior year. I was like, shit, I could have been doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we we, yeah, we went there a lot. It was like more of like a laid-back vibe because, you, I mean, you get sick of going to like like the clubby bars. Like I, I'm When you guys were there, Champs probably wasn't there. Champs is like, like the hype bar now. It's like... like you know, the enormous. If I if I had to guess, it's probably something that's like changed names repeatedly because like mm-hmm. there there was crowbar and it became something else, and then there was also players. I think, yeah, my brain's no, no, fucking you, shit. Pre pre me, uh, and then the Pramani's the Pete the Pramani brothers down there is like like the hype like frat bar. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of time there, um, but like the first is obviously awesome. The first is like a is like a, a land. First is a classic. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, yeah for it me, it was for, legal beer ever there, you know? So yeah. it's always close to my heart. Yeah, the first, yeah, the first is a classic. Uh, the Rathskiller, which that might have closed. I don't it know. Did. I did, yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't know if it closed before you got to it, but... No, I got there. I got there for a few months. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Never got to buy a box of rocks, though. That was was one thing I always wish I could have done. Yeah. All right. Let's. All right. I'm, we can come out of Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to stay there, Steve, but we got to keep moving. I know, because I'm just going to keep going down the line. It's like, remember Cafe 210? Remember how good Mad Max is <laughs> out there? Mad Max is also better out in Penn State as well. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's better in State College. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, what, uh, what were you studying in college then? If you went to college, like, what were you like shooting for because i mean i believe there are food sciences for brewing but i don't know if that was your path what were you shooting for i know that's a that's a, that's a major that exists i don't know if penn state has one for that i would be cool mm-hmm. if they did if I, if they do I, I didn't know about it but i was a hospitality management major okay um so i guess semi-related to what i do like yeah that's it's completely related Absolutely. yeah it's very related um, we're just, I'm on the retail end of it versus like the, the service industry end of it. Like if I worked in a brewery, then I'd be exactly like, my, like my professors would be like, hell yeah, you're doing exactly what we thought you were going to do. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, so yeah, I did, I did that. And then I had a minor in business admin. So like, like more of the business side of, of it. Um, so I put those two together and actually that's my, my bosses have told me that was a big jumping out thing when they looked at my resume, when I applied for the job at Creekside, they're like, Oh, you worked at a distributor before. So you have an idea how that works. And at HM, like they, that was like what they were looking for was someone with like that sort of ethos, like that sort of like I think like, you know knowing about like how to like you know, customer service being your number one thing is obviously a huge thing in the hospitality industry. So because uh, they wanted to sort of cultivate like an experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's yeah, it, it just sort of you know worked out perfectly that that was my path in college, and uh, that's what they were looking for. And I'd say you're doing that that quite well, especially with the social media presence. You know, you're, you're cultivating that experience. I mean, I can also say it just as like a person who's shopped there without telling Tyler who I was secret like, shopper. Yeah. It was, I mean, I don't, I don't go into fucking distros like, Oh, I'm Steve from the hub nation. USA. give me beer. I'll do that. I'm not a fucking dickhead. Well, so, in, in that instance. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not in that dickhead in that way, but <laughs> dickhead in other ways, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just going in and like any time I went to the local shelf and I was just I was just looking. I don't need help. I'm I'm the Ron Swanson uh, meme of when he goes in the Home Depot. He's like, I know more than you. You don't have to talk. <laughs> but even still, you know, Tyler doesn't know that. But he came up to me multiple times without knowing who I was, and just you know started asking me, "Is like, do I need help?" And I I just throw something. It's like, ah, I'm looking for stouts. What do you got? And then he's you know, very out there in putting, pointing out, you know, where things are. So he's knowledgeable of the product. Mm-hmm. And I can attest to the same thing. I, it, Tyler's come talk to me. He had no idea who I was. I admitted that I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I was just some geek off the street and he, he helped me the same way. Yeah. So yeah, you, you're definitely representing your, uh, your education. Well, uh, cool. I appreciate that both of you, you know, had good experiences without, yeah. Now if both either of you walked in and I was like, Oh, what's up? What's up, Adam? What's up, Steve? And, yeah. <laughs> and then throw us right back out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now he knows who, who we are. So now he's definitely going to be nice to us or else we'll yeah. be mean to him on our show. Yeah. But that, that kind of leads me into the next question I want to ask is like, you have this background that you've already said is perfectly f- suited for a brewery. Do you have plans on trying to get work at a brewery? 
and further, do you have plans on like taking that a step further into like Cicerone training? Because um, that, that kind of pairs very well with you know, the training you have to work front of house. Definitely. Definitely. Um, that's a good question. Honestly, I don't know anything about brewing myself. I always thought it'd be really cool to learn, but I've never, I've never home brewed. I've never like gone and like help, like watch like a, a, a you know, brewer make beer. Um, so if I were to do that, I would need to be like the guy that runs like the business part of it mm-hmm. and find like, like a, like a cool stoner dude to come like make my beer for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure I could find one, but no, at this point, I, mean, I think maybe down the line it'd be cool to like own a brewery, like work at a brewery. But right now I mean, I love what I'm doing at Creekside. Like it's, it's really, it's really fun. I like, I don't wake up every day. I'm like, fuck, I have to go to work. I'm like, <laughs> talk about beer for eight hours. <laughs> oh no, that's the worst. <laughs> and I like jump out of bed. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you have to talk about beer again. So, uh, so no, like, I, I really, I'm pretty satisfied where I am. Um, I mean, I was, we're always growing and changing and Creekside's not, it's not the same. It's a different experience every single day when I go to work. So it never gets, you never get stagnant. Or at least I've not in the last year and a half gotten stagnant. Um, but no, so I think right now, um, yeah, I don't have any plans to, to try and get a job at a brewery, but, um, you know, you never know what's going to happen in five, 10 years. Um, as far as Cicerone stuff though, I think that's really cool. I actually took the, um, server seller like level one exam a couple mm-hmm. months ago and passed that. Nice. Um, obviously it's hard to do the level two stuff with, during a pandemic. They, half of that's like tasting and in person, like that sort of stuff, which I can't do. So I haven't really, I, after I took the, I mean, level one was, was not super difficult. I, uh, one of like our sales reps, like Sam Adams actually does like a, like a training program, like based around like getting all their employees to pass that. So I studied off of that for like a week and then I like took the exam and it was not like crazy challenging. It's pretty like, if, you, if you're a beer drinker, you probably can do level one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone says that level two is like way more intense. <laughs> <laughs> if you do level two, then like, like you're like a beer guy, you know? Like, <laughs> right. But so, I, I would fully encourage you to do that because like then Creekside can say, we have a Cicerone to show you the beers in our house. <laughs> Like it's, it's, it's a way to differentiate themselves, you know, cause uh, as you were saying, like Sam Adams puts pretty much all their employees through level one and like a lot of people in the brewery and restaurant service have level one, but you know, advancing up those ranks is, it's, I don't know. Some people are eh, about it, but I think it does have a little clout about it mm-hmm. to like show off that, yeah, you understand the product better than most people and you have not a shit palette (laughs) (laughs) to you know point out defects and also point out like what people should be tasting right absolutely and yeah i think it's really cool i think it's a really cool program um like i said i haven't really had much time the holidays are a pretty busy season oh yeah especially during a pandemic i mean every season is the busy season it seems like the past nine months but when things slow down i'd like to like I don't know, like, I don't know how to even go about studying for, like, the written part of level two, but I'll just start, you know, like, reading, you know, some stuff. Like, it's more about, like, the brewing process is probably something that, again, that I don't know a lot about. It's probably more important there. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely something that I, I plan on and want to do. I don't see myself going past level two to, like, three and four. There's, like, what, like, a couple hundred level threes, and there's, like, six level fours in the world. So <laughs> right. I don't see you being number, number 10 or whatever. What, I don't know how many there are, but there's not, only a handful. I, I believe there's only 18, 
18, okay. But one of the nice things about this, Tyler, is we in Western Pennsylvania actually have one of those 18. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, if you, yeah, exactly, Brian Reed. So you can feel free to reach out to Brian Reed. I'm sure he's not going to turn you down if you ask him how to study for level two because he's one of the few master Cicerones in the world. <laughs> I've actually never met him. I've heard great things. Actually, a couple of weeks ago, I was supposed to potentially go grab a beer with him and Ryan, Ryan and Scott Trail because they had him on the Fuel My House podcast. Right. Week. Um, and obviously then things are starting to get it, get dicier again, um, pace-wise. So, uh, going out and grabbing a beer, you know, just to BS talking about Cicerone and stuff is probably not high on the priority list, but I do, I I guess I've never met him myself. He does, he followed Creekside a while back on our Instagram, which is really, I was really excited about that. Uh, I I saw that popped up on my phone. I was like, fuck yeah, like, remember what we're doing? Um, so no, I do definitely want to, you know, chat with, with Brian at some point. Cause yeah, I think he's an invaluable resource. Like he's yeah. a wealth of knowledge, obviously about beer is one of 18 master Cicerones. And- yeah. He's a cool dude. And we, uh, we've never met in person either, but him and I are always talking about sandwiches. So that's cool. <laughs> that's, that was what makes him a good egg in my book. He, he appreciates Brunschwager sandwiches, and that's all I need. <laughs> so what I'm hearing, Steve, is we need to bring him on the show, but not talk about beer whatsoever. Oh, yeah, it's, no. It, it's just be... 100% sandwiches the whole time. Sandwiches and horror movies. That's all we'll talk about. <laughs> no beer at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll sign up for that. Okay. Yeah, as long as you're on board with that. Just, yeah. you know. <laughs> just don't ask me any horror movie questions. Yeah. So, uh, Tyler, you've, uh, you've mentioned how you haven't homebrewed at all before. And I just wondered if there was, if you ever had an idea for a beer that you did want to brew. Oh, definitely. I, th- I think brewing beer in general is really, really cool. Like I said, I'm always, I'm very open to learning. Um, I love, my preferred beer of choice. I like stouts more than anything. Mm, I mean, yeah, company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys are huge stout guys. Uh, I, mean, I, I drink it. I drink everything, but um but yeah, I think it'd be really cool to brew like, like a big, like heavy stout. Um, but, okay, but, so second half of this question. What brewery in the Pittsburgh area would you like to collab with to brew that ooh, stout? Ooh, that's, a good question. That's, a, that's a tough question. Cause I, I think it'd be cool to brew with any of them, honestly. Um, I, I think it'd be really cool to make a beer with, with Couch. Because again, Couch was really good with stouts. Uh, Darren was one of the first, like, what, uh, Darren was one of the first contacts I made, like when I was like, trying to bring the local section to life uh, over a year ago. Uh, Atomic Clock was actually one of the original six beers we had on the shelf. At the, at oh, right on. And yeah. Um, more and ha- more awesome Habanero. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it'd be really cool to go make a beer with those two dudes. So, um, nice. Yeah, I'm sure we can make that happen, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I mean, they're probably listening, and if not, we'll just tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll text lots and be like, dude, can we make a beer? <laughs> you know what, Adam? You and I should really kind of jump on this. Like, everybody else yeah, is getting collab beers and we don't have one. <laughs> we'll talk to somebody. Yeah. Let's make 2021 the year of the collaboration. Yeah. I like that. We'll do it. I'll have beer B. What would you guys make a beer beer? It'd probably be a stout, too. It would definitely be a stout. <laughs> it would probably be brewed in the middle of July. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stout season is year round. Damn Skippy. Stout season is <laughs> all weather is stout weather. Mm-hmm. I actually used hashtag stout season in, in a tweet today and immediately, like, I, I didn't even really like doing it. And I was like, cause it's always stout season. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. 
Uh, so ha- I, hashtag style season is for the normies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to build the masses here, guys. That's right. No, yeah, no, you got to build no, people okay. up, Steve. No, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not judging him for using it. I'm just saying it is for the normies. The rest <laughs> of us don't need it because we know stouts all the time. That's right. So I guess that does bring up a question. Since you've been able to kind of build up the local section, are there any styles that you've kind of discovered or kind of started leaning into more and more now that you've been exposed to more and more beers here in the Pittsburgh area? Definitely. Definitely. Um, so I, when I started, started at Creekside, I was like, I, I, I deal with IPAs, like it's whatever, because most of the IPAs I'd had have been like real bitter Westies, you know, like, like I drank like Sierra Pale Ale, which is a good beer, but like not like my favorite beer in the world. And then I was introduced to the Haze Bombs when I got here. And now those are like the majority of what I drink. Um, the same thing, I also always said that I hated sours. And I realized that that's not true. I didn't like the sours <laughs> that I had had before. were <laughs> really, really good ones. So um, I still can't drink a lot of them. You know, if I drink like more than like two sours like in a day, like I feel it. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. I feel like hell, um, but like, yeah, like there's a lot of really, really good sours out there. So um, I don't, I, I think I, I realized that I love at least one kind of every single beer in the world, probably. But there's nothing that I'm like, you know, any kind of this style. I just, this is not the style for me. It's just not, it wasn't the beer for me that I tried. On the sours, was there one particular beer that kind of made you turn the corner where you had it? It was like, oh, this isn't so bad. Maybe I need to investigate a little bit more. Um. Yeah, the Dream Cannons were some of the first sours I yes. had. Yes, oh, right. really good. Yeah, um, they haven't done a Dream Cannon in a little while. They put out a couple other really cool ones lately. That's the slice was delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm psyched for more slices from Eleventh Hour. Um, but yeah, so those were probably the first ones I had. Like, because that was like there were another one that was like pretty early when we had the local section. So I've been I've been trying their beers for a while, and I, I yeah, I really like those. And then Four Points puts out ridiculous sours to those uh, those fruitations and those every time only once are all. Mm. Yeah, I have I have not had a Four Points sour yet. They're good. I feel like maybe I should try one. Yes, I think I still have some in my fridge, man. I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of the. It's just because like we've talked about in the past, like I don't like sours that much, but I'm I might just be in the same buggy of I just don't like the ones that I've had. Because the other ones that I've had, like Grist House and Eleventh Hour with the Dream Cannon and Abjuration with the Candied, like they're they're all good. Like they they play to my palate because they're not too too sour. There's other ones I've had though that are just like the too sour, too gross, yuck. <laughs> well, if you don't like those, you can give them to me, Steve. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know those. I know you can. Your sour tolerance is a yeah. lot higher than mine. I, I could be the dumping ground for the sours that are too sour yeah. for you. I'm all right with that. Okay, well, there you go. Four points. You you sold a four pack, <laughs> and three might go to Adam. <laughs> That's all right. I'll, I'll go grab a uh, an IPA four pack, and we can do the same thing. Swaps. <laughs> yes. All right. Everybody wins. Well, with that in mind, let's come back to the beers we're drinking. We're talking both four points and sours. And eleventh hour, and I know Tyler, you're drinking a, the tenth hour right now. I'm drinking hour X. Hour X. How's that treating you? It's it's amazing. It's I've had I've had this one a bunch of times throughout the month. I actually the first time I made a point to go down the day they tapped it at the brewery and drink it on tap, and then try out of the can the next day to compare. 
uh, when I got to Creekside, and it, it lived up in both both ways. On a draft, it was delicious. And out of the can, it's also really good, nice and thick. A lot of really balanced, pillowy, soft. It's it's a good beer. That's one I'd be interested in keeping for a little bit, like having one right off the canning line, but then also having one maybe two or three weeks later, just because there's so many hops in there. Like I guarantee the the hop profile and flavor has got to change. Absolutely. This is probably about a hair under a month old, maybe. I think that came out the first week of November. And now it's mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I, I definitely could probably say it has changed a little bit. Hmm. Not as much as I maybe would have thought. I mean, it's because there's so many different hops in there that no one flavor has really taken hold. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's that's far, far beyond what I can, you know, I, I can attest to. You know, the 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 phenols and whatever. Right. All <laughs> you have to worry about is is it good when you're drinking it. Yeah, I don't know the science. <laughs> I just know that. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, hops do change over time. That's all I know. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Adam, how's your beer treating you? I mean, come on. It's Grist House. It's Continental yeah. Breakfast. It's yeah. good. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've had it too. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's good. I like it. Yeah. I would drink it again. Actually, I will drink it again because I found another can. Oh, nice. In the back of the fridge. <laughs> so I am going to drink it again. Right on. I think I do like, I still think I like the morning feels a little bit more. That's all right. But. I do, I do like that continental breakfast. It's a nice, easy drinker. And I see and that the morning feels is back out again. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I spent too much. I spent too much money on what I'm drinking now. <laughs> Good problems. Yeah. I spent too much money on Castile and uh, abjuration anniversary and uh, whatever's sure. coming up in the third segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Tease. <laughs> and speaking of the uh, abjuration CDS V 1.4. Yeah. So good. Yes. Candy sour. It was good going all the way down. And again, didn't give me that pucker all the way through. So like if you're kind of on the edge of like what sours are, this one is, should be fine for you. It's yeah, it's completely drinkable. (laughs) Well, if you don't want to, you can just give it to me. I don't have another one to have. <laughs> Damn it. I was really hoping you were just lying the first time around and no. then I catch you. I have this one. I have the peanut butter and jelly smoothie sour. Mm. I have the tippa. And then I have the double vanilla cookie milkshake. Yeah, yeah, I'm not getting my hands on any of those, am I? Nope. <laughs> nope. Well, it was worth a shot. Yeah. <laughs> you try, but too bad. Yes. Uh, I mean, you can still check stock and see if they have any double vanilla cookie. I doubt it's true, it. I could, but, but I doubt it. It's worth a look in. Yeah. All Let's right. Well, check the check the Well, now would be a perfect time to do it. Yes, and we'll be back with segment three very shortly in a game. Hi, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. So, like, what is American Slacker, I guess, right? The highest amount of dick jokes per episode per podcast. We've been on the air for 57 straight years. 57 straight years of dick jokes. Thing is constantly soaring over my head. And you pulling my chain and your weekly weird news. We're also cannabis friendly. We kind of sneak it in there, almost like you're lacing the brownies at the family reunion. It's a ride of your motherfucking life. Fucking 11, when there's only 10 on the dial. Weapons of mass destruction. It's a threat to society. Food assaults. Yeah, that happens too sometimes. An ostrich took a lit match 
into a fireworks factory. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that one. No, that's our third story. Oh my God. America, what are you doing? So is someone dumb getting fucked over. Well, you know, they should have never gave raccoons rights, in my opinion. <laughs> oh my God. You can help us. You can help everyone. Download our shit now. We're second America. America. Welcome back to episode 182 of the Hob Nation USA podcast in its segment three. And we're still joined by our guest today, Tyler from Creekside Brews. We have not Cheers. run him off yet. No, 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 no. Why would he run off? He's not talking- a good time. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's talking to elder Penn statesmen. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when all this shit's over, all this COVID stuff's over, we got to, you know, all of us go back to blue and white or something, you know? Hit the- so are you hungry still out there? Fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's all-time junk food. All, are you hungry? And uh, Canyon Pizza is all there is. Canyon in. Pizza? <laughs> fuck yeah. Wings over, Happy Valley. Oh, Wings over. There's two Wings over in, in all of Pennsylvania, and I've lived in the places that both of them are. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> the one, the one that's the south side is next to my apartment. It's like a 30-second walk. So that's, that's, nice. that's, a, that's dangerous. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you, know, you can't have Wings over again. All right. Uh, well, well, before we do that, we got to get into our beers. Yeah, before we try to relive our glory days and fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's get into these beers. Who wants to go first? It can be Tyler. It can be Adam. I don't like to go first yet. Okay. All right. What the hell? I'll go first. Uh, I said beforehand I was going to get fancy drunk. So I actually had to get some tools out. Uh, this is actually in a bottle. This comes from Spoonwood Brewing. Ah. Yes. Beautiful South Hills. Uh, this is their Begbie. It is a Scotch ale aged in bourbon barrels with maple syrup. Shit. <laughs> is that wax? What's that? that? Was that a wax bottle or no? Oh, no, it's glass. No, no, but it was a wax Dickhead. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. No, only Voodoo does the wax dip around here. <laughs> no, it, it is not a wax dip. It was just a, just a regular old school capper. But uh, it was nice to... You know, get the bottle opener out because everything is going to cans, which I don't mind. I prefer cans, but it's nice to go old school a little bit. Absolutely. Get in on, on some glassware. It makes bottle releases more classy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. That, uh, that's really good. Uh, eight and a half ABV is what you're looking at. Uh, it's got a little bit of a, I'll say, a alcohol hotness to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at what it was aged in. But it's yeah. also got a good balance of of that maple sweetness to it as well. Okay, yeah, that so, was gonna that was gonna be my next question because we've actually been drinking a lot of maple beers on this show, mm-hmm. kind of recently because we had the Aga, Agamemnon by Omnipolo, and then last week we had the Resting My Greatness by Short Throw. Yes. So how do, how does the maple compare on that Scotch ale to those big so, stouts? This one is definitely lighter, mm-hmm. uh, but it has more of a maple taste to it. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever had maple syrup that has been aged in a bourbon barrel straight up. I have up. not. I am poor. Uh, well, I'll find you some, and I'll get you some. It'll be a late birthday present. I was looking at someone on Cobden Goods. It was like 30 bucks a bottle. <laughs> you can get it cheaper from, from local uh, sure. maple makers. It's a thing. <laughs> Trust me. I looked it up. Okay. Uh, but it... it, it simulates that very well i would say 
oh, okay. or has that lightness, but it still has that alcohol burn to it. It's it, it's it's well balanced in a way that I wouldn't expect it to be. Oh, okay, right on. So I'm gonna keep drinking on this. You enjoy it. Oh, oh, I will. <laughs> Tyler, what are you drinking? So I am now pivoting into uh, dark beers after two hazies in a row. I'm yes. having yeah. two gentlemen Mexican coffee. Ooh. It is delicious. I have to thank uh, Elena and Aza and the gang down at Brew Gentlemen for giving me a free four-pack of this one, actually. I, I, went, I hit the lottery on the double mix bottles, which I would be drinking right now if this was filmed on a Friday and not a Thursday when I have to go to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll save the double mix for, uh, for a day. I don't have to get up and go to work and not be hungover. <laughs> um, but no, the, the regular Mexican coffee is, is amazing. It's so it's sweet. It's, you know, it got a little bit of that cinnamon spice to it. It's so well balanced and just so easy to drink. It's only, I think, 6% or so maybe. Um, so it's yeah, not super heavy. Again, I don't want to be hungover tomorrow, but I really, really enjoy it. It's, it's a good beer. Right on. I think uh, Katie talked about that beer in the past uh, as being one of her favorites. Yes, I, I believe so, so as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, good to have, good to have. I have also joined Team Dark Beers. And I'm up to my other purchase from the Black Friday. I got their uh, Blackout Stout Sampler. And uh, this one is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Toasted Marshmallow Stout. Survey says... Yeah, it's a, it's a stout from couch. I mean, what is, you know, not too much goes wrong there. And <laughs> other news, a, water is wet. Yeah, uh, it is 6.6% on the ABV. So it is actually like thinner than you would think, than you would expect from these kind of pastry crazies. Uh, it is, I don't want to say thin in a negative way. I want to say thin as in it's not syrup. It's light. Yeah. It is, um, you, you get a little bit of that toasted marshmallowness on the back end. So it's like a nice, easy drinking stout up front. And then it's a good, like, uh, toasted campfire feel at the end. And uh, I was talking to Darren as I was picking these up, and he told me it was a real pain in the ass to toast all those marshmallows. So he has to find. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we so, won't be seeing this one for a while. Well, uh, not until he finds a better method. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, overall, good beer. Nice. I'm enjoying it. To the surprise of no one. Right. Yeah, I'm enjoying a stout. Oh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to play a little game this week, Tyler. And you've right. mentioned that you've listened to the show before. So have yeah. you have you heard us do the pair down? To- Probably. <laughs> you're, you're one of my commute podcasts. So sometimes I'm trying to focus on not wrecking my car on the highway. So I might miss it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It's a segment we don't do all the time, but it's a segment where we like to take people who have some beer knowledge and we'll give you scenarios. And it's your job to pair a beer with that scenario. And since it's December and we're in that uh, time of in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's going to be holiday-themed, so we're going to give you some holiday-themed scenarios to drink your way through and give the audience you know, a little suggestion of what they should be drinking as well. 
and also, you know, show off a little, you, you get to flex your muscles a little bit. You know, <laughs> what do you know about beer? <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> hey, Tyler, what do you know about beer? <laughs> Apparently nothing. <laughs> Remember, remember how we talked about how I'm a dickhead in other ways? <laughs> so, Adam, do you have a scenario to start us out with that you would uh, ask Tyler to pair a beer with? Yes, but uh, first I had to refill my glass. So hold That's on fine. a second. Okay, yeah. Have a little nip. I did have a little nip. It's good for you. Ooh, that is a good beer to uh, have next to a, a fireplace. Mm. That's a good fireplace beer. Mm. That's not the category. Okay. I'm just yeah. saying that in general. But uh, your, your first category here is a beer to drink while you are doing your holiday present wrapping. You're up in the, in the spare bedroom. You've got your, your wrapping paper all over the place. You're trying to find your scissors. Somebody stole the scotch tape, and you need to calm your nerves with a beer. What beer are you going to pair with that scenario? Okay, so let me preface this by saying I am the worst gift wrapper in the universe. My, my <laughs> family can test to this. I like, I just, I've just started giving up and just using bags for everything because I'm so bad at wrapping. Gifts. Smart, smart. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I do, I just like fold it all together and use a bunch of tape and the wrap it around <laughs> it. Um, so if a nor normal person is wrapping gifts, you probably, again, want to keep your wits about you a little bit, you know, keep your you know, small finger dexterity, you know, sharp. So uh, I would say something nice and light, you know, like a Pilsner or, you know, like a lighter pale ale. You're not drinking, you know, you know, doubles and triples when you're wrapping the presents, right? That, that's for Christmas morning. <laughs> um, so I would say, I don't know. Um, we still have a couple four packs of Creekside left of the Mass Landing and DG uh, collaboration Pilsner bucket of Krispies. So I think when you're wrapping presents and you're trying to stay sober-ish, I think you go for a 5% pill like something like that. Nice. He's on, he's on this show promoting crispy boy propaganda. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to have it. <laughs> the fix is in. Crispy boy propaganda. <laughs> Look, you're not in the secret Facebook group. I can't tell you about it. That's, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. So you, in this segment, I don't, do I, you also give answers to the, to the, um, the prompts or is it just for me? I mean, we can. <laughs> what, what, would you, what would you drink while you're wrapping presents? <laughs> if you want to be belligerent about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already are, so. Yeah. Uh, see, personally, I actually can stand the drink like double IPAs and you know, triple IPAs and heavy stuff when I'm doing gift wrapping because I'm not that bad at it. So, And I don't really care how they come out. <laughs> <laughs> it all gets thrown away anyway um so yeah it's uh i would go here here's one i would jump back to it's the couch sofa commando that we had earlier this year that was a mexican hot chocolate stout that's a great uh, it's I've, again i believe it's only about six and a half percent similar to the stay puffed i'm drinking now but that really, really nailed that uh, spicy jump. So it'll keep you alert. Keep you alert. <laughs> Make sure your corners are nice and tight. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I would go in a different direction. I would actually go for something that is more on the sour side. Uh, for the same reasons that Steve talked about, where something you want to keep you alert. Um, but you also want something that is light in color that way in case you spill it 
you don't want to stain the paper too much. Mm. Keep using it. So, so to me, porters and stouts, I, I, I'm sorry, but they're out for this category. Okay, fair enough. So I, the beer that I'm thinking of is the, uh, the Sauced by Union Brothers. I think that would be perfect. It's got a nice light color to it. It's got a bit of, you know, a, a good amount of fruitiness and pop to it to keep you, keep you occupied while you're wrapping your presents. You know, I, I would say maybe even shoot for something darker than the sauced. Well, at least, at least the one that we're talking about, because I think you're talking about the sauce that we had, which was like mango and passion fruit. And yes, I, I should clarify that because yeah. sauce is a bit of a series, by the yeah, way, if series. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. So my suggestion is get a darker version of the sauce that was like red to keep within Christmas ah, colors. Okay. Yeah. But then, yeah, sure. I think like if you spill something like that, or like I think somebody put out a cranberry sour not too long ago. Uh, Shubrew. Yeah, Schubert. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the Schubert cranberry sour. Like you, you spill that. It's not too bad because it's still the same color and it smells like the season. So, so really, go. what you could do is even if you don't spill it, you could take a little bit and just kind of sprinkle it. Yeah, on the yeah, present, just, just sprinkle it and you give it a little fruit smell to your <laughs> to whatever you're giving away. <laughs> Top tips from Hop Nation USA. <laughs> spill your fruited sours. <laughs> Uh, would you like another category? I would love another category. Excellent. Excellent. So your next category is, this is a very easy one. Your first beer of 2021. Ooh. All right. It's got to be something real hype, real special. Uh, you know, because this has been the worst year ever, right? So <laughs> you got you to start with the best beer possible to try and get 2021 on the right foot. So if it's me, it's a, it's a barrel-aged stout for me at – 1201 and again i'm gonna i'm gonna black out probably by 1205 (laughs) (laughs) um but no for me it's maybe maybe the pcbs i don't know if you were lucky enough to grab one of those on on uh black friday speaking Um, of which i assume you're sold out of those oh yeah we were sold out (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's long gone unfortunately um but that would be something that i would think would be a special occasion beer, like 2020 is finally over. <laughs> the best beer possible. I, uh, I completely agree with that. And the one thing I would change is it would have to be a barrel aged beer, but it would have to be bottled before 2020. It okay. would have to be a 2019 or earlier. I like that. That way we could just avoid that situation completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drink to forget that it happened. Right. So right in line with both of your answers, I have a 2019 barrel-aged worldwide stout from Dogfish Head. Yes. So there it is. <laughs> it's 2019, and I'm going to use 2019 to travel into 2021. <laughs> I like that. I, I think yeah. that's definitely the way to go. We'll just... We, we got to get rid of all the 2020 beers. Yeah, just blast off in the 2021. <laughs> I think that, that period between Christmas and New Year's, everybody's just got to get hammered drunk on all the 2020 beers, mm-hmm. get rid of it all, get rid of all the, the bad blood, all the bad juju, get, right. get it all gone. <laughs> from, <laughs> from now on, all bottle shares with verticals are going to have a noticeable missing spot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why the barrel-aged stuff – it's going to have to hold you over for the first day or two. Mm-hmm. And then you can restock. I don't know where on earth you could go to restock. Oh, I'm God. sure we could find some place. 
But yeah, 2020 beers, let's just drink them all between Christmas and New Year's. We'll start over again. Works for me. All right. The next category is the beer to drink while you are planning your 2021 trip. Getting out, doing a vacation, going somewhere. You're stuck at home. You're going through Travelocity. You're going through Airbnb, trying to figure out where you're going, what you're going to do. What beer are you drinking while you're doing that? Okay, you want to get in an island vibe, you know, because that's where I'm going when, when COVID's over. I'm going somewhere 120 degrees where I can, I'm Lebanese. I want to get really, really tan like I should be. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm drinking something really, really fruity, really, really tropical. I'm thinking something like like one of the, I don't know, it's, it's, it's gone from Creekside. I'm sure you can find it somewhere else. But the, um, was it 1822? Was that what it was called? The one from Hitchhiker the Sour? 18 something. This, this 1842, I believe, is the latitude longitude. The, yes. It's the, the painkiller cocktail. Yes. Oh, painkillers are the best. Yeah. So get, get me one of those, something that makes me want to think, oh, yeah, like I, I should be on a beach drinking. <laughs> get, the, get them island vibes and reverse the Pittsburgh pale yeah. is what you're looking <laughs> for. <laughs> Steve, what about you? Uh, for me, I mean, I don't have money to fucking travel. But let's just hypothetically. Uh, I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah. 1844, actually. Uh, yeah. But let's hypothetically imagine that I have the money to travel somewhere in 2021. I am either going to be drinking Guinness or I'm going to be drinking the Schlenkerla beers. And I'm going to get myself into a mood to travel to Europe because I would like to go to Europe when they will welcome us back now that we have, you know, vaccinated ourselves and rid ourselves of the shithead. <laughs> you know, they, they, I think Europe will be more, you know, welcoming us, welcoming of having us back. Yes. So, us but, and our money. Yes. I, but I would like to go to Ireland or Germany. So. You know, Guinness or Schlinkerla. I'll drink those. You can probably do both. I could probably do both. I mean, they're all close. It's like a state. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll take the channel. Take the channel. Skip France. <laughs> <laughs> no good French beers anyway, right? Uh, I mean, like, if they're French, they're probably also Belgian French. So, you know. it's. Yeah. I think the one good French beer I've had was the Grimbergen. Mm. Never had it. Don't know it. I had it, I had it once or twice. I liked it. Didn't realize it was French. Oh, I just I just assumed it was it was either German or Belgian, and I found out it was actually French. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I I am surprised that they don't have a better sour program out of France. <laughs> right? You think <laughs> a French sour program? Yeah. Why does the French not have a good sour program? <laughs> <laughs> so. So for me, I, I, I'm torn. So I'm going to say to hell with it. I'm going to take two trips. Uh, one trip, I'm going to the ocean, and I completely agree. Need to get something tropical, something with some coconut in there. Uh, but I also want to take a trip to the mountains. So I think we need to get some Stick City up in this piece. So we need to get Stick City with one of their spruce beers. I okay. think that needs to happen. So let's make that happen. Okay. So spruce, spruce beer for your mountain trip. And uh, mm -hmm. your, what was your island trip beer, though? Well, to you reverse know, your Irish pale, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm gonna have to go with four points, and I hope they make it again soon. Is their sour cerveza? 
Okay. See, so, so you're you're looking to hit like a Mexican all-inclusive resort. That, no, you, but that I'll, Yucatan I'll, Peninsula. Listen, I just want to get out of Allegheny <laughs> County. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and if that means I'm going to Mexico to for an all-inclusive, so be it. Yeah. You're going on spring break. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be the old guy at spring break. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Keep it down out there. <laughs> I paid good money to be here. I don't need you interrupting me. You're interrupting my guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready for the next category? Yes. All right. So this one is it's a, a little bit of a twist. This is not a single beer, but this is either a four-pack or a six-pack. Uh, this is your four-pack or six-pack that you are going to donate to a charity, to a less fortunate beer drinker uh, that may not be able to enjoy all the beers of the holiday that they, they hoped to. And uh, for some reason, we have come up with a hypothetical craft beer charity to distribute these beers to people that are unable to enjoy them. What beer are you going to donate? So is it a mixed four-pack, six-pack, or is it a six-pack of the same beer? Like it is a six-pack of the same beer. Okay, okay, that makes it a lot easier. <laughs> um, hmm, that's, a, that's a good one. So they're less, for, they're less fortunate beer drinker. Mm -hmm. So you want to give them something, like, ridiculous, right? Like, like, just, like, you know, hype them up on craft beer. So, yeah, I think I might do what, what Steve was doing earlier for the first beer. It's 2021. I think I'm giving them, like, a worldwide stat, like a $40 four-pack of, like, 18 percenters you know like kick it off on the, on the right foot right yeah. i like it yeah get get them out of the the doom that is 2020 yeah yeah got them nice and nice and lit hmm. steve what about you that's a good question because you want to give them something that will also last mm -hmm. i'm trying to like I'm, I'm trying to flip through everything I know that comes in a six pack because I want to get them a six pack. Mm. Like I, I, the, the four pack idea of the big stouts is a good idea because you want to give them something premium, but I also, do they sell six packs of Utopias? I don't, <laughs> oh, shit. that's house payments. <laughs> well, it's all, it's all hypothetical anyway. I don't have the money. To <laughs> it's all Bernie Sanders money. Yeah. I'm once again asking you <laughs> to sell Utopias in six packs. <laughs> a sidebar, by the way, that, that means the reason I'm here right now. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I'm, it's really hard to pick something out that comes out in, that's like, I want something that's above 10%, but also in a six pack. That's really hard. It's really hard to pick out. Uh, since you rele relegated me to one single beer. <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. If if it was a mix and match, I would just build a mix and match at Vintage Estates because you can build, you know, some crazy premium shit out there. But if I think of something better, I'll jump in with it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So for me, uh, I'm going to keep things a little bit local uh, and I'm going to go with the Utterly Dunked yeah. uh, by Grist House. And, and the reason for that is, number one, it's a stout. It's going gonna, it's gonna to stick around for quite some time. Uh, the other thing is it's it's sweet enough and delicious enough that if there is somebody in their family or in their friend circle that doesn't necessarily like craft beer, 
I think it's it's got enough flavor, got enough sweetness to it that I can kind of draw some outsiders in as well. So everybody can enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It's so desserty. That, exactly. Like, yeah, yes. It's, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a good way to go. Just make something so desserty that even if you don't like beer, you still would drink it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet to like it. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb. That's actually the only utterly I have not had is the. Uh, um, I've had the, the dipped toasted and the bananas, but I miss out on that one. So I'm Top tip: If you can get it, get it. Well, did you have? Did you have the strawberry one as well? That was the dipped, I believe, because it was like a strawberry. Okay, yeah, dipped strawberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I was thinking of dipped pretzels, but that was a different episode. I'm, that was I'm, that was the pretzel episode. Yeah, I'm kind of deep in, so. <laughs> Give it a minute. <laughs> Understand. <laughs> kind of deep in. <laughs> Maybe the Castile wasn't the first beer I had today. <laughs> so I've got one last one, and this is a real, real interesting one because you could go a lot of different directions with this. But we need to have a stocking stuffer. Mm-hmm. So if you have to have, and this is a single beer, this is not a four pack, a six pack, a case or anything like that. Of course, if you can fit a case into a stocking, you're a much better man than I, but a single stocking stuffer beer for 2020, what are you going with? I mean, for 2020, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's your, it's your show, Tyler, but you know, you, you think I'm, you, I'm still you have an answer because I'm, I'm still debating here because this is an <laughs> important beer I'm picking here. No, no, I, w- I was passing to you because I don't have an answer. <laughs> vamp, vamp. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Can I just say two so I don't have to pick one? Sure. I have sure. All right. So, <laughs> fuck, fuck the rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, okay. so, um, so my first one is, they're, they're, you can buy both of these at Creeps that I'll preface it with. Oh. Here's CVS 2018 Bomber. We still have a few left. Of. Really? Aging, yeah. We aged them actually for a year and brought it down. Um, that's, a, that's a great beer. Uh, 22 ounces of 11.5% maple you know, barrel-aged stout. What, can, what, what else could you want? And then my other one uh, would have to be the Prairie Christmas Bomb. Oh, you got one right there. There we go. Right there, ready to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, my other one's the Prairie Christmas Bomb. I mean, fitting, you know, it's, it's you know, everything about Bomb is delicious. Um, and it's a little, little more Christmas spice to it. Um, I think that's another fitting stocking stuffer. But my, my number one was probably the CBS. Nice. Steve, have you, have you come to a conclusion? I do have an answer for this one, but actually, can I go back and change my answer from the previous category? Sure, there's no rules. To either a four-pack of the Christmas bomb or a four-pack of the the dissected bomb. I don't know, I've had that one. Not had well, that one either. Well, the dissected bomb, it took all the pieces of what constitutes a regular prairie bomb. So it was like a stout with coffee, a stout with uh, pepper, a stout with vanilla. And then you could mix and blend the four individual stouts. So I think that's a real premium charity gift to give away. But for uh, the stocking stuffer, I'm going to give the simple lame answer of uh, Castile Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Beer of the day. <laughs> because I, it does come in a big bomber. And mm-hmm. I, like, I like Tyler's direction with that, of just putting a big bomber in a stocking. 
I'll, I'll open it up even more to just like any general Belgian that people haven't had in a while of like a Parat, you know, and put one of those in there as well. Just a big old Magnum, just jam it in the stocking. People need to get back into their Belgian roots because that's where it really is about. It's good beer. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so Adam. for me, un- unfortunately, my answer got stolen. Uh, Christmas bomb. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> How could you not go for that? Right. Uh, but since, since I got, you know, you know, I got my answer stolen from me. I, I think I have to go with a, uh, a mad elf variant. And I Ooh. think I, I think I have to go with the, uh, the naked elf on this one. Oh, I would have yeah, you could have gone Grand Cru and put another Magnum in a, stock, in a stocking. Like We're a, all just doing ah. bottles of beer. You know what the hell with it? All right, Grand Cru. Done. Yeah. We're in. Yeah. You convinced me. <laughs> We're all going to be drunk by 9.30 out of our stockings. That's the point. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the whole point of Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> drunk at 9 a.m. Get day drunk. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's the one time of year where normies let themselves get day drunk. <laughs> Oh my goodness. If you remove all their brunches. <laughs> I refuse to let that happen. Brunches are essential. Yeah, I'm just saying. If you don't count the brunches. <laughs> yes. So that has been the pair down. Thank you guys. I think that was a, a fantastic set of set of beers that we got going here. Successful. A good number of suggestions for everybody. Yes. Take it into the following month and drink and enjoy your time. Happy holidays. <laughs> With that, happy holidays. With that in mind, uh, let's go to Tyler. And Tyler, why don't you just plug where everybody can find you, your website, your blog, your Twitter, if you want, just you know, personal or work. Absolutely. I mean, you don't, you don't need to follow me on my personal, nothing fun happens on there. I don't really use them anymore. All I do is post on the Creekside thing. because That's more entertaining for me. Uh, so on uh, Facebook, we're just Creekside Beer straight up. Um, Twitter, we are at Creekside underscore beer. Uh, Instagram, we are Creekside Beer, all one word. Uh, we're also on Untapped. You can find us as a venue on there, uh, which is that's I always tell people that's the best way to follow us because I update our menu every single day with new ones that come in and new ones that go out. Um, after one, one time I had a guy come in and yell at me that a beer was on our untapped page that he couldn't be sold out of. And I was like, dude, I'm really sorry. <laughs> it, was, it was like, I have like, like, you know, like just like spat in his face. Like it was like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm my bad man. Uh, so now I'm religious about updating our untapped. And then our website is creeksidebeer.com. Uh, my blog's on there, which Steve and Adam both mentioned earlier. Uh, we have an online store, so you can order and get delivery or curbside, so you don't have to deal with people in the pandemic, or otherwise, if you just don't like dealing with people. <laughs> <laughs> you can pretty much do anything in, that you can think of from the store on their website as well. So check us out on any of those. Um, I said, if you have to send us a message on any social media, I'm the one that's responding, so say hello. <laughs> that's, uh, that's me. So. Uh, follow us right on and if you want to follow us on social media all you have to do is search hop nation usa and that'll get you twitter instagram and facebook and if you want to listen to brand new episodes of hop nation usa podcast every friday as you should then search hop nation usa on your favorite podcatcher 
like Spotify. Everybody's doing their wrapped segments. Haven't seen us come up as your number one podcast yet, you jerks. But is this your new bully campaign? Yes. (laughs) I'm going to end 2020 with bullying. (laughs) We're also on Apple and Google and Podbean and everywhere else you find podcasts. But if you're on any of those platforms, leave a five-star review because... We are a six-box of rocks show, but they only let us buy five. And that's a bigger crime than me not punching Graham Spaniard in the face the time I saw him playing his washboard on the corner <laughs> of the street. That is so specific that I don't even want to argue it. It's, it's, a, it's a good one. It is a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> but yes, we'll be back next week with something new. I new know, beers, a, new yeah, people, new beers, new people, new guests. Maybe yes. who knows what's happening at the end of this year. But uh, but the one thing I do know is that if you would like to uh, get some Hop Nation USA merch, tpublic.com, search word Hop Nation USA, all one word. Buy a shirt, buy a sticker, buy a mug, buy a pillow. Yeah, somebody bought a Run the Bruise sticker this week. You can I saw too. That. You can too. <laughs> But thanks again, Tyler, for coming on. And yes, thank you very here. much. This is a good thank time. You, yeah. This is a lot of fun. If you can't find someone for next week, I'll, I'll come on again. Where am I <laughs> Shit, <laughs> all right. Yes. Yeah, Adam is definitely willing this show to you. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not be drafting up the paperwork on my laptop right now. Yeah, whoever's in charge of his estate. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to show up and it's gonna be read aloud <laughs> but yep that's the end of the show people we'll see you next week bye bye peace